You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, where you'll learn step by step how to meet and seduce beautiful women. Women, whether you're looking for one night of fun, a week long fling, or a long term relationship. I'm your host, Trip, and the episode starts now. Hello and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Welcome to another episode where we're going to be talking about what to do when you're feeling alone and when you feel that loneliness, that intense loneliness inside of you. And today, to help me talk about this, I have on one of my mentors, Jonathan Asley. He is a dating coach for women, actually. Uh, women who are in their midlife, right? So usually after baby-making years and before retirement, which is what he'll describe in a sec. So you might be wondering, why do I have a dating coach for women on the podcast? Well, he's more than that. He just happens to be a dating coach for a woman, but he's a very smart man who's been studying personal development for, oh, maybe 15 to 20 years at this point. And he's got so much wisdom to share. And he's a buddy of mine as well. Whenever we get on the phone, we just riff and talk about some amazing stuff. And we're always like, why don't we have this on the podcast? And so he's back here to help talk about this topic of loneliness. And boy, do we get deep. You're going to want to take notes. You're going to want to take some of these tips and techniques that we give you on this episode. It's going to be awesome. Before we get into that, I want to give you just a quick announcement. Don't forget that coaching is available. So yes, I'm available to help you with coaching. So if you're feeling loneliness, if you're feeling alone and you want to fix that, and you want to learn how to either be alone or be alone while still going through the process of meeting and attracting women, then let me help you. And there's an application process. You got to go to tripadvice.com coaching. I do not get on the phone with everyone. You got to fill out the coaching application. You know, some things are that you got to be able to be over 18. And uh, there's actually a question at the bottom that says, you know, when are you ready for coaching? If you're not ready for coaching now, I'm not going to pick that application. I want to work with guys who are ready to do coaching now. And if you're not ready now, well, don't fill it out. Fill it out when you're ready, when you're ready to jump in and start fixing this area of your life. And I get on calls with you and I give you a customized plan that really sets you on the right track, especially for 2019, to be able to meet and attract the women in your town. And I work with guys all over the world. So don't be shy if you're coming all the way from a faraway country farther than or I'm recording this podcast, which is in Chicago. So I'd love to hear from you. TripAdvice.com slash coaching. Coaching is available. It's open. I'm ready to help you. All right? Let's get to the point where you're not feeling alone anymore. And when you do, you know how to fix it. But if you want to learn more about that now, well, you can. Because here is my episode, my interview with Jonathan Astley talking about what to do when you're feeling alone. Here it is. Hey, Jonathan, how you doing, man? Good, thanks. How about yourself, buddy? Doing well. I remember it was probably like a month ago where we did the same exact thing and we recorded a whole episode. Actually, I don't even remember what it was about at this point. I think we were talking about relationships. And the whole thing completely recorded wrong. So we just had to trash <laughs> it. We talked for like 30 minutes. It was solid content. And- I know. And it's nowhere to be seen. But now we have new recording software. So this one will work out. Yay. You know, so we're here. Uh, I already did a brief, or I will do a brief intro. That's going to happen later. Uh, So people already know kind of who you are. But maybe you can 
give your own little background of who you are. You know, you've been on the podcast several times, but not everyone listens to every episode. So they might be like, who's Jonathan Astley? Why is he on this podcast episode? So what's your quick story? Where do you come from? Well, you know, it's interesting. I want to share this from a different perspective. So for those listening, I'm a dating relationship coach for women specializing in midlife, which is what I say after baby making years and before retirement. So I, I realized that most of my audience is baby boomers and, and Gen Xers. And so, which is probably the parents of a lot of people that are listening to your podcast. So if any of you have parents that are divorced and, and single and out looking, that's who I talk to. And there's an interesting dynamic that I'm aware of these days is that your generation is brought up with a completely different lens than my generation because of technology. You know, we didn't have podcasts growing up. And let me just give you an example. When I grew up, I had to walk to the television set to change the channel. <laughs> we, our telephones had cords to them and we had rotary dial phones. And I've, I mean, to some of the guys listening, you're probably going, oh my God, that's ancient times. So, well, no, there's, there's a lot of guys who are my age in their 30s and 40s who listen. So, you know, yeah. even those guys were experiencing, like myself, the landlines that, oh, yeah. the clicker's broken, the remote is broken, got to go up and change the channel. Well, and from a dating perspective, we didn't have, you know, I mean, like answering machines were just coming out at the time I became single, you know, a young you know, person in my teens and watching. Yeah, like texting is brand new. It's still brand new. Yeah. So as it relates, and and this kind of relates to the topic that you wanted to share with your group is because technology has changed everything. And it used to be we were way more connected with people. Like I only hung out with people that were in my proximity. And now I have, you know, tens and tens of thousands of friends on Facebook and Instagram and you know whatever and they're not really friends you know they're just acquaintances if you will and i'm not spending time with my social circle and so you know on some level i'm beginning to feel more disconnect and i'm feeling alone and, and i think a lot of people are feeling that which is funny that we feel more lonely in this time even though we are digitally connected, right? It's like we yeah. see what people are doing. We text a lot. We DM. We Facebook message. We Snapchat. And we can do this with a lot of people. But still, it's not really solving the problem of loneliness. And in some ways, from what I've seen, what I've heard, what I've read in articles, is that it's yeah. making people more lonely and feeling more disconnected because of this idea of FOMO. They see all these people having amazing lives, doing all these cool things, yeah. but they're getting the filtered picture. So they're not really getting the full idea. However, it's still making them feel left out and lonely. Whereas you're saying back in your day, that didn't exist. Hey, when we, when we wanted to stalk a girl, we actually had to drive in front of her house and park there. Nowadays, <laughs> you can stalk on Instagram and Snapchat and, and Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn. And, and like, I literally had to park in front of someone's house to stalk her, you know? And, and then I made up stories in my head of what was going on on the inside. There wasn't like these pictures of her partying or doing something. And so, yeah, it's a big, 
you know, and I'm using stalking as an example for fun for tongue and cheek. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad we know now that you have been stalking women all your life. Well, you know, I I now call it research. (laughs) Beautiful. Look at that. So, all right. Basically, what we're talking about here and what prompted this whole episode was you and I were on the phone. This is how basically all of all of our episodes happen. I think this is maybe our third or fourth that we've done in the course of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. And they're always prompted by us pretty much. You know, we talk maybe once a week, sometimes up to three times a week. Yeah. And we just chat. And they're always deep conversations and usually something around relationships, sex, or dating. And we started getting on this topic of loneliness. And that was because I was telling you that the other night, I felt a little lonely, right? I was telling you I felt a little lonely. It was a night where... I was, you know, hanging out and I work from home. So I'm home a lot. So I don't work around people. And, you know, I had this one night, it was maybe like seven o'clock. And, you know, I have a girlfriend right now, but we don't hang out every single night. So I had this moment where I was feeling a little bit lonely. Yeah. And I was like, what do I do now? I'm not a big avid TV watcher. You know, I read books, but in this moment, I just didn't feel like reading a book. It was like kind of, I was lost of like what to do with myself in this moment. And I started feeling, that loneliness. And so today on the phone, I, I told you about that. I told you what happened the other night. And I thought it was, I don't know, I just thought it was so funny that, that I was And then Uncle that Jonathan jumps in and wants to fix you. So. Yeah, of course. You know, you talk to, you, you talk, you get advice from, uh, from a guy. Yeah. Or trying to get advice from a guy. They're going to try to fix the problem. So exactly. we, started, we started talking about this, but then it became a bigger conversation about, well, sometimes you feel that loneliness you were saying, because you have a similar job because you're home alone all day. You're not working around people. And, and like we're saying, like we said before, just because you see things going on on Instagram or Facebook and you feel like it's like a superficial connection. So it doesn't really make you feel any kind of less lonely. So it's like, yeah. what do you do on those nights where you know all your friends are just kind of you know, doing other things or maybe you don't have any friends or you don't have a girlfriend or you do have a girlfriend, but she's busy and, and you're just kind of like stuck alone and you just don't know what to do with yourself and you feel that feeling of loneliness. And I think that there's guys out there who have chronic loneliness that are feeling it all the time. So, you know, I, I thank you so much and I appreciate you bringing this to your audience because it, there's a really deeper question here. So there's the, and if it's okay, if I can go kind of down this, this rabbit hole for a moment, is that there's the moments where you're just by yourself. Okay, so let's differentiate because I think what you were feeling in that moment was you were by yourself, you're kind of in your own thoughts, you know, you were feeling maybe lonely a little bit, but really you were just in a space of by yourself. Now let's shift to a different And almost with a mixture of boredom too. Yeah, probably. It's like, like, I didn't want to watch TV. I wasn't feeling like reading in that moment. And so you're just kind of like sitting there and you're wondering what to do with yourself. On one but of you see, time. but I want to let me let me just kind of finish my thought, train of thought here because, yeah, there's the by yourself moments, and then there's lonely. I feel alone. I feel disconnected, and you can actually feel that way in a room full of people. So it's not that you're by. Let's differentiate between hey, you're by yourself, you know, versus I feel lonely, or worse, I feel chronically lonely because. I suspect for many of us, especially with social media and such, and where we can tap into other people, but then we, it maybe even starts to amplify 
because we see someone else having a good time in that moment. And then we're like, oh, I'm not having a good time. I feel lonely. And then it's really, I feel disconnection. So, so I, I think that's what we really want to talk about to your audience today is that how to recreate connection. So what I shared with you was, is that the most important relationship you're ever going to have is with yourself. That's by far the most important relationship you're ever going to have. As much as, as you are, you know, you're in a great relationship right now, I'm actively looking and certainly your audience is looking to connect with women. But the most important relationship you're going to have first is with yourself. Why? Because of those moments that you're going to be by yourself, because of those moments where you could be by yourself for a very long time and feeling comfortable in your own skin, feeling comfortable that you don't feel disconnected from the world. Because that's what many of you know people that start going down that loneliness train track, that rabbit hole, if you will, start to feel disconnected with the world and they start you know, exhibiting you know, aches and pains and disease and other things and depression. What happens when we don't feel connection? Because connection is a basic human need. Okay, we need connection. That goes without saying. But I want to I want to kind of shift the idea is the first connection you need is with yourself. I want to also add to that. I think another reason why is because you are the foundation of everything. Mm. Okay? So if you are the foundation of your own life, and what do we know about the found, foundations? Like the foundation of a home well, if you want a good home, you need a good foundation to hold up the structure of the house. It's the same thing with yourself. If you don't have a good foundation, if you don't have a good relationship with yourself, whatever that looks like, you know, and we're talking about a lot of things, self-esteem, feeling lonely, things like that. If that doesn't exist, it's going to be a domino effect in the rest of your life. You're not going to be very happy with a lot of other things that are going on. And you might be doing other things to, to cover up your feelings of insecurities, loneliness, low sure, self-esteem sure. uh, in the form Jack, of drugs, we, alcohol, porn, superficial dating, things like that. You know, so And eventually, you're just going to feel like crap because you don't have the good foundation, the good relationship with who you are. This is you, a conversation of how to get there, but that's, that's one of the... Well, first is to be aware of of, of certainly the pitfalls of not having that connection with yourself. And you, you did a great job laying out all of the different things. And so, because, you know, it's interesting. I was at a workshop the other day and we were talking about addictions and the other side of addiction, the other side of the coin of addiction is a strong desire to connect. So most people's addictions, whether it's drugs, alcohol, food, social dating, uh, even binge watching, you know, on occasion, you know, people that are, you know, just like, <laughs> I know I've done it. I've locked myself in a room for five days and binge watched something. It's because I feel disconnected. And so now we know what can happen when we don't feel connected to ourselves and certainly when we feel disconnected with others. So when we create that foundation, like you said, now we've got a place to start from. So do you want to just talk about some ways to create that connection to yourself? I mean, do you want to go down that road? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's endless, but I, I think. Yeah, I know we could talk about this. Let's for, start. Let's start with one, one of the one of the bare bones things, and that is when you're alone, 
Yeah. And you're feeling that sense of loneliness. And you're feeling it maybe in a little bit of a painful way, right? Where yeah. like stings that could bring up maybe feelings of sadness, depression, anxiety. Yeah. yeah. And then take you down a really dark path. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you could be like, oh, I'm all alone. Oh my God. Everyone's doing fun things without me. I'm, I'm alone. My life sucks. I'm a loser. Like it can go down really far. So yeah. the first step into that is the awareness that you're thinking that, right? So that's step exactly. one. Because if you don't have the awareness, you're just going to be stuck in that hole and you're not going to be able to get out, right? So the awareness is the first, is the first yes. thing you hear, right? Being aware of it. Because if you're aware of it, you can fix it. That's why I say, yes. when you have an awareness, you have the potential to fix that thing, Yes. right? So that's why awareness is so important. You step outside, you say, wow, I'm feeling something right now. Yep, I'm feeling lonely. Yep, that's causing feelings of sadness, depression. I feel a little anxious right now. And so a lot of people try to escape that with what? Have a drink. Masturbate. Sure. Yeah. Watch a TV show. Yeah. Get on Instagram. Get on Facebook. Text your friends. Seek Go on dating apps. Sort of, dating apps, yep. Seeking swipe, some swipe. sort of superficial connection or seeking a hit of dopamine. Right? Yeah. So that's what, that's what we do. But what happens? Well, we do that and it's a temporary fix, but it comes right back. Eventually, you're going to get to the point where you still feel that again. So what do you do? You do the well, hardest thing in the world is you sit with it. Yes. That's yes, the hardest yes. thing right there. You sit with yeah. it. And I'm guilty that there's times when I feel that loneliness and I don't sit with it. So this is a reminder to myself. I think it's a reminder to you, Jonathan. And it's a reminder to all the people out there, if you don't already know, just sit with it. Literally sit with and, it. Literally sit on your couch or on the floor and just let it flow through you. Because here's the good news. Yeah. Is it doesn't last as long as you think it's going to last. Well, I also, I'll share with you for myself and, and for, you know, everyone has their own technique. When I sit with my feelings, I actually give myself a, I kind of give myself a time limit. Now, you know, this might be in contrast to what others might teach because you're right. You could sit with it and it might just start to dissipate on its own. I give myself a time limit only because I know I have the power to choose a new feeling. I have the power within myself. So I allow myself the space to sit with that unhappy feeling and just sit with it. You're right. Just go, wow, I feel sad. I feel depressed. I feel anxious. I feel numb. I feel melancholy. Okay. And then I sit with it. I give myself five or 10 minutes at the most. I go, okay, what's the next best feeling I can choose? So I, in fact, for those watching, you could literally Google right now, it's called a feelings wheel, you know, but you could literally Google, you know, the variety of different feelings. And actually I go, what's the next best feeling I want to choose so I can begin the process of getting out of that mood? Because that's just a mood. And so when I recognize I'm in that mood, and the other thing I do also is I'm very conscious and aware that I could go grab a drink. I could go on Instagram. I could go on a dating app. I'm aware I could fall down that rabbit hole of those traps. So it takes a level of willpower. So there's an element of going, okay, I know I can choose not to do this feeling. Okay, I could go here. I take willpower to say, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to sit with my feeling. And then I go up the feelings ladder and I start choosing better and better feelings. 
Now, some of you might be thinking, well, how do you choose a feeling? You can easily do this. This is like the red pill or the blue pill from the matrix. We have choice. We have a choice of what feelings we want to feel, or at least put the thought into momentum. So you don't even have to feel it in that moment. Just put the thought of that feeling into your awareness and allow it to create momentum. And sometimes it might be just thinking of things that make you feel happy. So, you know, like, like my little trick that I share with your audience, like whenever I want to feel good after feeling bad, I think of flying first class. I love flying first class. First class is so much fun. First, you get to cut lines. I create a little story in my head, but you get to cut lines and then you're sitting in that comfortable chair and that you get, you know, they give you the hand towel to wash your hands and stuff like that. And I shift my feeling by creating that in my head. And I'm sure you and others have a little story you can create to help shift your feelings. So you mean like doing a visualization of some sort? Yes, absolutely. And choosing to go through that visualization because I want to shift my feeling. What about gratitude? We were talking about that on our call. Well, that's the antidote to everything in life. <laughs> if you want to cure everything in your life, just be in gratitude. That cures everything. And what does that look like? Uh, it's, it's, it looks for each person, it's unique to their own experience, but it's mostly a, a just being in appreciation for all the beautiful, good things you have. I mean, we are very blessed, especially those of us here in the United States. You know, I mean, I think of, when I watch the news and I see some of the crap going on, I'm like, first, I'm like, thank you for allowing me to be in a place where I've got a roof over my head. I've got food to eat. You know, I've got a car that I can drive. And maybe if you don't have a car, it could be something that might be, you know, even if for those of you living with your parents, like be grateful for their ability to support you. It could be a hundred different things. I like that. I mean, I even go as far as, and there's times when I'm not trying to get in gratitude, it just happens where I think about, man, I'm glad I can walk. I'm glad I can see. Wow. I, really? I'm glad, I swear, I'm not making this up. I have times, multiple times, where I'm just glad I could be in a wheelchair. And I'm sure there's some yeah. people in a wheelchair listening right now. And hopefully they're grateful for the other things in their life. Yeah. You know? And I just know that whatever I'm going through, in any moment of my life, there's always something to be happy for. Yeah. Always. I mean, just the mere fact of being alive. I, the, there's a crazy statistic that says the odds of you being alive are slim to none. The fact that you exist, your actual oh, yeah. existence yeah. as a person. Hey, let's not go that philosophical or I'm going to start to have a you know, brain fart here. <laughs> <laughs> we got really deep here, didn't we? Yeah. But, but we're talking about, I still think we're on topic because we're talking about gratitude. And yeah. gratitude is something that you can use when you're feeling lonely because you're feeling some sort of really bad feeling. And I know that are a lot of guys out there are feeling that, which is why they're listening to this podcast because they're trying to learn how to attract a woman in their life. And in between the moments of having a woman, well, there's feelings of loneliness. You know, And I want to give guys the encouragement, motivation to say, hey, you don't have to feel like that. But also, it's okay. You don't need to avoid it. Don't try to avoid it. No. Sit with it. And like Jonathan is saying, try to change your mood. 
sit in gratitude, think of another emotion, and give yourself a little love, you know? What's the thing yeah. you always say to me? The, 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 the four lines you always say oh. to me to say to yourself. So for those listening, this is, uh, I think, I'm going to butcher it. It's called an aponopono. It's a Hawaiian term. It's a forgiveness exercise whenever you're feeling resentment, you're feeling anxious, you're feeling frustration. So the four sentences are the following. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And what that does is it actually changes your nervous system because you you could either be saying it to yourself or you could be saying it subconsciously to someone else. I say this to myself. I say, I love you. Like, you know what? And that's not narcissistic or selfish or anything along that lines. And and it's not woo-woo and it's not gay. It's just saying, you know what? I, you matter in my life. And the I'm sorry and please forgive me parts are just a reminder that forgiveness is the antidote to shifting out of negativity. And then lastly, thank you because, and I know this is going to be deep for some of you, and yet I would like to encourage you to think that everything that's happening in your life is happening for you and not to you. Let me repeat that. Everything in your life is happening for you, not to you. So when negative things happen, it's happening for you to be able to learn a lesson. You know, there are no mistakes. All mistakes are opportunities to learn a better way of doing something, a more effective way of doing something, or as an opportunity to shift into a better feeling. And for some of you who may not feel that way, that I know that the more you actually recognize that everything is happening for you, you will not be a victim in life. And when you're in gratitude, that's why you say thank you, you'll shift to a better feeling. So I think so far, we've come up with a lot of great tips and techniques for guys to really get out of that loneliness state and understand how to deal with it. And if you're listening and you're like, well, I don't feel lonely right now. I just wanted to listen to a podcast today. One day you will. And you can come back to this episode or remember what we've talked about here and, and try to use it. So Jonathan, once again, thank you for sharing your wisdom. If you guys don't already know, Jonathan is one of my mentors. You know, he's 56. So he's oh my lived, God. lived don't quite... Don't say my age. No, we have to say your age. With lots of life comes a lot of wisdom. And you've yeah. had a lot of changes in your life and a lot of growth in your life. And to be yeah. able to hear that from you is great. And I like to hopefully be a mentor to the other guys who are listening because I'm 33 and I've been through a lot of things with relationships and women. That's why I have my business and my podcast to share those yeah. things. So I, I actually recommend anyone out there, if you have the chance to get a mentor, whether that's through doing coaching or you know finding someone who you know who's older than you or who's been through some things, to definitely talk to them and hear what they've been through because sometimes you can get a lot of great nuggets just like we did here. And just like yeah. I'm lucky to most days of the week with Mr. Jonathan Aslight, who it's funny because you're a dating coach for women, but you come on my podcast all the time and you help out the guys. <laughs> well, you know what? This is, well, first off, buddy, thank you. I love you. I adore you. I think you're doing great work in the world. And, and whenever we share, I don't want to use the word problem, but something coming up, it, it heals me in the process. It's always a two way healing. So our, our chats are, 
you know, even when you, you called to help, you want me to help you, I'm helping me as well. And I just want to say, you know, whether you coach men, I coach women, we are all human beings on the planet. And while there are some biological differences, the bottom line is this, we all want to feel loved. We want to feel connection. We want to feel something greater than ourselves. And so when you are on a podcast learning something new today or something you might use in the future, it's all for your personal development. So for those listening, you guys rock right now. And uh, I just want to say that. Awesome. Jonathan, thanks for being here. Thank you again. I'm sure we'll have you on in another couple months when we get on the phone and talk about something. Go, wait a minute. We Jordan. should do this on the podcast. <laughs> I love it. We, uh, for those listening, you, should, you, you need to know this. Whenever we get on the phone, we're like, damn, we should have recorded that. That was so good. <laughs> I know. You know, I was thinking about this too. Ego talking a little bit, but who? No, so. I was thinking about this is like, the tough part about that is, it, let's just say magically, I was thinking about this before this call. Magically, we could just record every single call that you and I will be on from now on, right? We're always going to know that in our head that it's being recorded and it's not going to still, it's not going to be the same as it is when it's raw. You know what I mean? But yeah, because still, I can't, I do a I can't pretty good job about... of coming on this podcast and, and, and still sharing what we talked about, you know? So, yeah, because then I wouldn't be talking about how hot your girlfriend is. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah. I just said that in the recording. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we're not going to edit it out. <laughs> All right, Jonathan, we're going to wrap it up. Thanks again. Thanks for being here. Thanks, guys, for listening. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.